This is a three video series from Josh Jostis, who's a high school coach in central Illinois at a small school called Moroa Forsyth. Uh, they win on repeat. When they're down, they win eight games. And when they're up, they're state championship good. They've played in eight state title games over the last 15 years. And uh, they throw the heck out of the ball. But what they really throw a ton of, probably more than anyone I've seen, are screens. So no one better to learn some screen game from. Hope you enjoy this. This one's actually over on our YouTube channel now. So look us up, Chief Pigskin, on YouTube. You can find this one on YouTube uh, as well. Hi, I'm Josh Joseph from Moreau Forsyth, and uh, if you've stuck around this long, I hope you're enjoying it. Now we're going to get to the video session, and this is going to be um, chapter six for us. And going to start off, uh, you can see all my stuff. I didn't bother to go in and change names. You can see exactly what we call this. It's going to be trips left for us, Boston left. That's the uh, bubble screen that we were talking about. I love to run trips into the boundary. I had a coach tell me this about 10 years ago. If you don't run trips to the boundary early, then you've wasted half a game plan. So um, it's always going to be something you're going to see. You're going to know what you can get. You can see it's third quarter, third and nine. We're on our 19-yard line. If we have a dude over here, you're going to keep some um, people over here. You can see I've got a dude. This is the Enda kid for us. He's our fastest kid. He had three touchdowns in the state championship game. So he draws attention. You've got the overhang player I've often described to you. You've got the safety that has walked over. You've got the corner. So you feel pretty good about your numbers. I'm not a genius by any means, but if you count us up over here, one, two, three, pre-snap, you've got to feel pretty good. they got a one and maybe another one that's getting over there. So we've got numbers out there. You should see my quarterback catch and deliver quickly. And then I'll show you a little bit on blocking that we didn't talk about with the interior guys. I've only talked to you about tackle blocking because he had the most important block, but I'm going to show you what we do inside also. So you can see right now from moment that we have numbers. Rule was most dangerous. Looky there, I got two kids coming down on most, your most dangerous player because they know our rule, most dangerous. Tackle has second most dangerous player. Everybody see that? I also want to come backwards here a little bit and show you. Watch my left guard. And you're going to see what that left guard does right now. And you'll notice he's pulling right. If you're a good middle linebacker right here, what did you just read? Play going away from you. What are you reading here as you see down blocks? Step up and fill. So what that is is trap blocking for us. It is always going to be trap blocking away for everybody else. So the only lineman that has something new in screen game for us is the tackle. Everybody else? selling trap to the right and it's a very real threat but let's go back running backs lined up on the right hand side of the play was there actually any real threat could be quarterback trap watch quarterback catch throw get it out you know how we talk about aim small miss small that's the ball right there he's throwing it 
front shoulder. We've opened up, given a big target. We're double teaming your best defender out there, the most dangerous man. You can see the tackle releasing on up. Look at that tackle on up out in front. He's trying to figure out how he can get up to the safety as these two do a great job double teaming. Remember I talked to you about the end? Watch that end, read our tackle. Tries to go out with him. He's late, gets a hand on. Now we're up to your second most dangerous. We've double teamed and killed your most dangerous. Tackles got up to second most dangerous. There's your DN trying to chase us. Middle linebackers, if you go back, middle linebackers, watch them freeze. See him? What do you read? Trap. Balls out. Touchdown. I wouldn't even say if you watch us through on these blocks, we get body on a body, but it wasn't even overly physical. And I'll let it run through by itself. You can see it thrum the end zone now. Pretty simple. Everything I've showed you, you guys can do. Another three by one. Got a four man front this time. So get a one on one on the backside. We do have, we run enough slant that you are almost always gonna keep that player out of the box a little bit, which we appreciate. So, kids, after they are viewing this, which one of these two is going to get the ball? Again, totally up to them. It's probably going to be this guy, a little more explosive playmaker. And as I told you, my why this past season wanted to be the blocker. So he would take that on. So if you said most dangerous, it's clearly him and him are the most dangerous players. So the tackle would be releasing up here. We will try and sell a trap coming away from it to freeze these middle linebackers. Think it froze this middle linebacker? Very physical block by number six. Physical block there. Look at the tackle release on up. And as I told you, a lot of these screens are going to hit and get back outside. Free 14 yards on first and 10. Wanted you to see from this angle, watch this DN chase out. Never had a chance, just ran up the field, wasn't involved in the play at all. Same team, second and 14. 
One versus one everywhere over here. Again, if you have a dude, most teams are going to keep the safety over there. These two are communicating amongst themselves who's going to be the guy that gets the ball right now. Most dangerous man going to be here. Depending on who gets the ball, one of these two will be considered the second most dangerous and the tackle will be in charge of getting to the other one. Here's an example of number six getting the ball. I've called nothing different. Six almost always blocked, but versus that look, the standard rule is going to be he's going to get there. Five's got a tough call because both of those look pretty dangerous. You can see by angle, he's thinking I'm going to end up with the crack. He didn't. Look what happens here. It was our fake. Why did we run this fake? What the quarterback see before it started? One, two, three versus one, two, three. Not a great look. Is this kid pressing us? Yes. Is that my fastest player? Yes. So now we sell the bubble, slant, and sluggo. If you'll watch my quarterback, he checks this all on his own. I've called Boston to my left. Watch him. See him signal that? Sophomore, 15 years old, doesn't get his driver's license until June of this year. You can teach this. Walks out, does his communication. Two things have to happen now. Got to communicate that through to the linemen so that they are now pass blocking instead of running that trap, getting guys downfield and the tackle pulling out. Receivers have to understand, still got to be sold just like it is. He can still throw the bubble right now. We just won't be blocking most dangerous and watch it play out. Read slant, sells slant, gets him on his back hip. As soon as I get you on my back hip, piece of cake, look at that sluggo, touchdown. Pretty easy business. If you watch the quarterback, I'd keep your eyes here. He sees it, he can count. That's all he has to be able to do. Pump fake, throw it, even double clutches it, didn't matter. Okay, trips left. You can see my quarterback. Looks like he's hollering stuff out there. They got numbers outside of the box. It's honestly a play that we should be running on. But Same play of what we just talked about. So again, me as a coach, when I tell you I've called this, I've called it in and we're going trips left, Boston left, so it's going to be our uh, bubble screen out to the edge. This is something we teach. Do we have numbers on the edge? It's technically three versus three with a safety that could still make damage. I actually, if he was going to check, we'd want to check and run the football or check and let's throw it deep and see if they can beat us. Official play call, Boston to the left. What ends up happening? Boston and go. These are these built in, you can see him checking it. These are these built in things that you have to be able to trust your quarterback to do to be a good screen game.
State playoff game in the first round. Two versus two on each side. Was a team that played cover three, so I think we end up scoring about 60 in this one. He's got two press players. Screen's probably not as good. Again, we're not going to get you away. We're not going to let you get away with playing us close. You can teach this. It is not rocket science. And these are things that your kids have got to get better at every week. By this week, this kid's playing in his 10th game, 10th start, and it's become an old hat to him. He's had success, got great pass protection up front. So now I'm showing you a lot of what our gimmick is off of it, but I promise you I've called the play that you that I've drawn up for you and shown this is my 15 year old quarterback that can count and telling you that um, you can teach this you got to rep it but you can teach it here's an example Athens played in the 1A semifinals this is who we're playing here team we're very familiar with conference uh, opponent and send it up uh, being a big game for us, played really well. Do they have a soft player? Yes, they have a kid with a cushion. Okay, so that's what we need to see to be able to throw our bubble. Most dangerous, gonna be here. Most dangerous, gonna be here. Second most dangerous, that's where the tackle's gonna try and get. See the tackle cruising. See that lineman coming free was never touched. He's a non-factor. We deliver the ball. Now you got to set up your break. Are we perfect at it? Heck no. Look at our split end. He couldn't decide which one of these guys was the most dangerous one. Didn't matter. Look, his player scared either way. Tackle makes gets there, makes the block. We still haven't touched this kid. And he gets just enough of him that he slows him down. Safety comes over and makes a play. This is now harder than teaching your kids how to get a toss sweep all the way out to the edge with kids blocking physically out on the corners. And their backside safety, Drayton Davis, was a first-team All-Stater. That's who comes across and makes the play. Look where he's at, though, by alignment. Because he respects our dude on this side. So they're keeping him over there. Look at those ends, no factor. This, this kid's name's Noah Tisdale. He's maybe the most physical specimen in our league. Untouched. Second 15. We've called Boston. So this is bubble screen out to this side. 
what the quarterback see when he walked up here? Our dude in a one-on-one -on -one with no help passed him. Not even a great ball. Not a great play. He's checking out of that. We got a press player over here. Not even a good ball. Sees it. Flashes to him what he wants. We're one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to take that shot. Good pass pro. Position A. So these are the things you have to be able to do to be a good screen team is don't let them just play screens. Same game. Now do we have numbers? One, two, three. One, two. Feel pretty good about that, right? We are playing this game in a driving rain. I know it looks like my quarterback's out, but the field was soaked. Do they have numbers? Yes. Get it to him. Front shoulder throw. Good throw. I'm going to show you one little other piece of this. That's my son, freshman, in, at the end of a varsity game, fourth quarter. You can see it's play number 117. It's a freshman tailback. That's a freshman right tackle. That's a freshman at slot receiver right there and two sophomores that are on out there. Why, why would we call screen in this? Well, I've brought in all our subs and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight men in the box. This is a basic part of our offense. So any kid ought to be able to execute it at any age because they've been throwing it. <clears throat> And not just because he's mine, but watch where this ball's placed. Front shoulder. Can't be thrown much better than that. Did he get it out of his hand quick? Certainly did. I didn't even build this video, so I didn't have my, my assistants built this for me. I didn't even know Wade was going to be in there. But you watch this. Watch his feet. No laces. Gets it out of his hand. Puts a strike on. And I will say, like in this situation, it's second and 13 because on first down we tried to run trap and just end this game for them and they're sending eight guys and they're going to kill them. This is a basic part of our offense. We're not going to throw it downfield, but we're also not just going to let teams beat up on us. So they can execute this at every level. And our sophomores are glad to get the chance to come in and play, sophomores and freshmen. And you can tell Wade's nervous. It's his first. This is our second game of the year. He's nervous. First varsity game. First enter. First doing anything. Feet are a little shaky, but delivers the throw. Puts it right where we need to. Get the ball to our dude in space. Okay, so those were uh, bubble screens. <coughs> uh, up next will be our um, quick screens, which we call Miami's.
This is a pretty good Miami look. I got that soft corner, cover three. Incidentally, in this game, this is a West Hancock game. Uh, we're playing them in the uh, quarterfinals of this year's playoffs. They were undefeated in the number one seed. And um, they came into the game, and we knew that they don't see teams that throw. So we knew we were going to see a 4-4 cover three, which we typically say no one can play us in that because we have a whole playbook full of stuff. Our quarterback, our sophomore quarterback in this game was 25 of 27 for 287 yards, four touchdowns, uh, or three touchdowns. He's able to come in and do this because teams that are going to play soft like this, we have a whole playbook full of stuff we know is going to be good. So they did have a stud defensive end, an all-state type kid. We're running this one to our right. His rule, and by the way, that's a freshman. That's our freshman Y uh, there. Um, he's got to go block most dangerous. You'll see he's having a hard time deciding which one of those is most dangerous. He determines the deepest corner. I'm not sure that I agreed with him, but again, he's a 14-year-old kid. I got to get him more reps. Does my tackle recognize that? Absolutely. So he says I'm headed to number two. I probably would have flip-flopped those. Do both kids get there? Yep. So I'll let you watch it. This one's skipping a little bit, so I'll just let you watch it at full speed. But gain of 10, and it's easy, and we can throw that all day long. If you watch those linemen, you're going to get to see them. against Pleasant Plains, they were 3A um, state runner-up this year. So a level up from us. Do we have soft coverage over here? So I think you can see the answer. Why didn't he go block the corner? Why He has most dangerous. Why didn't he block the corner? We're throwing the ball to, out to his man. Well, it's clear. He's scared and deep. This one's up and being aggressive. I'm going to go block you. Where's the tackle headed? All the way out, going to try and get to that corner. Their kid did a nice job getting hands on our tackle. He's out there. That's fine. We're going to try and get right back out to it. Which we can say. Get the ball to your playmakers. See if they can make a play for you. That was the second and one. We'll run a screen in any situation. Look at that guard. He's pulling you trap. What's this kid thinking then when he sees this trap? You can see how those teams are going to play us when they read trap. And honestly, if you see my number 69 there, he blocks no one on that play. Never gets any good contact. This is Auburn, a 2A playoff team. Coach Bates, another all-spread team uh, that we play. So their kids see screens just as much as we do. We feel like we got three versus two. One, two, there's your third player. He's not in position to help you. Run the quick screen out to the edge. You can see that is a great block. I told you my kid was physical, but not very big, 175 pounds. Watch him run through their best player. Pancake. 
we constantly are teaching our kids to be physical or we're not going to get you the ball. That's what our whys should look like. You can see we get to their two most dangerous men. And our tackle was attempting to get to their athlete. If you watch their, our tackle, he's trying to get up there. Does he always get there? No, but that is a great angle. And he was in position if we would have got one more cut to have made the play. So it's a good release. Good job by him. You'll watch the quarterback. Boom. So he doesn't flash fake, doesn't do anything at all with the trap other than the lineman cell trap. And if you're playing a good guard read team, then you've got what you want because you held him for a step. Same team, same everything. We knew their corner. We knew we they were going to have to keep people in the box. We scored 75 in this game because we gave up 35. So we knew they were going to have to start putting people in the box to stop the run. Look at them creeping down and committing to the box. I think my tailback had seven touchdowns in this game. So those are easy screens. So again, this was that undefeated team we were playing in the in the quarters. I'm soft over here so I can run single screen. I got numbers over there. They were scared on run and playing a five-man front. I will say we did not see a lot of five-man fronts ever. So we were seeing that five-man front. Those are going to be us throwing. Uh, there was an example of me freezing. We lined up in a formation. What am I going to get? And then I can make my play call. You see the kids look down. We start to communicate with each other. And we get it out to the edge. Again, my tackle blocked no one, but I got a playmaker out in space. That kid right there is 5'7", 135 pounds that runs through those two tackles. I can't line him up in here and line him up at tailback, but I can certainly get him the ball out to the edge and let him have a chance to make plays with great success. So you don't have to be a big physical kid. This would be an example of a kid that we actually pull out of the game when he's not getting the ball because um, he's better with the ball in his hands. He's not a great blocker. So he would be another example of a kid that we are saying, um, you got to block to play for us all the time. Another freeze play. We see they're blitzing everybody. We love to screen when you're blitzing everyone. They're showing pressure everywhere. When you get into that screen, and that's our little guy. I just told you it's pretty electric when he gets the ball in his hands. So here's what it looks like again. Even though they got three out there and they're relatively close, we don't consider that kid because he's more than five yards. He's not a threat. Tackle does eventually get up to him. So our big rule is if you're not going to play us within five yards, we don't consider you a big threat. And if you do play us within five yards, then we consider that nobody can press us and we're going to blow by you. Um, those are the two things you have to be able to do. If they're not scared about you beating them deep, screen game will not be your thing. But everybody that plays us is first going to be concerned about getting beat deep. So now you're playing a team. This is the second round of the playoffs. And you can see they got a lot of people. They're daring us to run the ball. A three-man front, everybody, they want to keep some guys in the box. But they've backed everybody off. Gets it out, not overly aggressive. Throws for 10. Again, my tackle doesn't even get out and do much of a job. But he's headed that way. I'm not telling you your tackles are always going to be able to get there. 
gets out to 25. They're number 25. Um, and number 19, their number 19 there uh, is headed to Carbondale to play on a football scholarship. They had some dudes. Okay. Now, this is a trap right with a Boston or a, uh, a bubble screen for us. So now I was showing you how we were faking those traps. Now the quarterback is reading this one out. This is our true RPO. Watch everybody, Boston. Holds everybody out on the edge. Now we actually do hand the ball off to that running back, and I know he looks slow right now, but it had rained about eight inches this day, so it was sloppy out there. Um, he's not slow. So these are showing you off our traps, and these are an RPO. So our quarterback's counting numbers right now. Two versus two, two versus two on each side. Um, they're playing a cover three against us, a 4-4 cover three. That's a good, anytime we get six uh, in the box and we got seven, we feel like we got to be able to run the football. So he, he's handing that ball off before it ever even starts. I know Coach Allball asked before it started, so what's the one run from the spread that you got to be able to run? I said, trap. He's a regular old guard trap. That's the regular old guard trap right there. I would say of DeAndre's 1,750 yards this year, I bet 800 of them are on plain old trap. Same rules as you guys have on trap. First man head up or past the guard is who we are trapping. So we have double head ups. Either way, in this case, we're trapping to the right, but that would be an interior call for us. If this kid was an inside shade, we would have blocked him down and we would come down here and we would be making an exterior call. So we have an interior and an exterior trap. I just call the play. The kids are in charge of doing the rest. Plain old back block over here for the puller. Hits up inside. I didn't like how that uh, broke up on the video, so I'm just going to let it play for you. Tailback look a little faster on that one. All right. So now to give you another piece to that wrinkle. All right. Now we line up in what we call tribes. So we've got three guys, and they're all the way out to the numbers. They are faced with some difficult choices now. We've already thrown the ball. I told you he's 25 of 27 in this game throwing the football. So they keep one man out there. We have three. What should the quarterback be doing? Getting the ball out to that group of guys. So this is trap that we've called. Everybody's blocking trap. Even my running back thinks he's going to get trap. Everything is trap in here. Look, even these players are flying downhill. This is trap. We're headed trap. But pre-snap read. Do we have numbers? Yes. Three versus one out there. One, three. We're going to give it to him right now. He sees it. He will communicate that just so that we don't make a mistake that he hits the quarterback's arms. We don't want to confuse the throw. Gets it out there. There one kid makes a pretty valiant effort of trying to make that block, and we don't even block the one kid. So there's only one kid out there. We don't even block him, but we still throw it out there, and we get 18 on a second and one. So I've designed to, to run trap and pick up a first down. So don't make it overly complicated. 
willing to bet you I'm going to get about the exact same play, but look what happened. Now they moved another guy out there. Do I still have numbers? One, two, one, two, three. Absolutely. And again, I promise you can teach your kids to count. That kid right there is 15 and doesn't get a driver's license till June. So when he does, he'll at least be able to read the speed limit signs because he can count. And number 30, the kid that we just beat right there, first team All-State tailback in 2A. All right, that concludes. Does anybody have any... Um, um, questions, uh, or if you would have any questions on the um, split-end screens, which is the quicks, or the bubble screens, which are our Boston's, uh, please let me know, and that kind of gave you a look of what those are going to look like. Our um, next ones are tunnel screens, and the rules that you will see haven't changed. The receiver still has the most dangerous man. Line rules, we lead it like a roadway, and that's going to be the sideline, the alley, the freeway, the freeway, and the alley. Those are the things we have to get taken care of. I showed you my simple rule. It looks like this, or they hold their hand up. It looks like that. The next stuff is called our tunnel screens. Again, in my opinion, or at least in my head until I broke down the data, I know over the last four years this has been our most explosive play. This is a play I'm going to go to when I, or a call that I'm going to go to when I want a big play. Stats did not bear that out this year for us, but it was still pretty good. 26 of 42, 382 yards, four touchdowns, and uh, completing it at about 61%. I could run my tunnel two, or uh, I can run it to the uh, strength, or I can run it to the boundary. This one here, I'm running it uh, to, to the strength. You can see, as I told you, one thing that I would suggest as an offensive coordinator, if you don't see, and you can see this is first quarter, second and 15, you always need to see how a team's going to play trips to the boundary. Because then I have a really good idea if this is going to put a stud uh, versus me over here. So we'll get started on your tunnel. I told you already this is that T fly that we talk about. He left on down for us. Our snap count is down set hit. He's taken off. He's gone. You're going to see my quarterback give him a peek. Here's what we're peeking at. Nothing. He's just wanting to move people with his eyes. See all the movement we get from these players? Comes right back and hits him. And this is the one that I told you often should hit in the tunnel. It should have looked more like that. But again, our kids are so used to getting the ball and get up the field to green grass, that's what it looks like. Nice explosive play for 20. Our explosive pass plays, we consider it anything above 15. Good job. This is week one for our little sophomore quarterback. So this is his first start, first quarter. Uh, might even been his first completion of the year, I'm not sure. This is going to be week two, so you're going to see him progress as the year goes on. This one goes and ends up being going for the touchdown. We're again throwing this back to the strength. This time we didn't fake anything except he stares down that single receiver, which was selling our quick screen 
out the top. Hits him in stride. There's what your tunnel should look like if you can get it. Again, going to my right, you can see those linemen when I say should punch and go. You watch my five linemen. Then they should spread out like a glove. There they go. There's the glove. Boom, 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 boom. Quarterback does get killed here. Good. That means they're not up there. You can see we cruise to the end zone. And got guys looking for people to block. Had a lot of options on that play. Again, soft coverage, three versus two. Got a chance over here, some trips left. I'm going to end up T flying, so we send him off to the right, hold some people. Quarterback's going to give it a glance. Gives it a look, comes back over here. Again, there's that brigade alignment. That's what the tunnel should look like. And that kid right here leading this down the field, you'll see the big kid right there. That's our center. He's 6'3", 275. Biggest kid on my football team. Makes the last block against an all-state safety to get down there. So if you watch them from this side, so you can teach your kids to do this, but they got to have relentless effort and they got to want to do it. This is our Real Men Wear Pink game also. Uh, we do a nice uh, little tribute to our cancer survivors and the members uh, of our team that have been affected by cancer. Did a nice job. Even had a donor buy us the pink jerseys, pink Under Armour jerseys. This is a state championship game. This is in the first quarter. This is third and 16 on the opening drive coming down uh, the game. So they had kicked off. Uh, their kid was very good. Uh, one of the best kickers in the state of Illinois. Gave us a touch, had the wind in his back, gave us a touchback. We've driven about 25 yards, but we're faced with the third and 16 after a penalty. What am I gonna go to? We end up going to our tunnel screen. You can see we got a dude, so they're not quite sure how they want to defend that. They do have three versus three over there, though. Uh, my tailback ends up rushing for about another uh, 140 in this game because of you know them trying to play against screens. I listened to Coach Allen speak about us, and he's like, he's the one that said, for playing them is like defending six different guys all running toss sweep out to the edge. You just never know which one's going to get it. We sell there. My quarterback doesn't it does a good job of looking over there, delivering the ball. Our kids were physical. You get a ball to a dude on the edge, and you got a chance to make a play. So I'm just going to let it run through. But they actually defend it pretty nicely. I did want to show one more. This is their stud defensive end, first team All-Stater. Um, very nice player. You can see it's a great move. We get the ball past him. We get his hands down. That's him trying to chase the play back down from the backside, and that's how we started. And 
And I wouldn't say we blocked it great, but we got the ball to a dude in space. So uh, that allows us to have a chance to make plays. A lot more difficult if we're handing it to him as a tailback. Another one, T. Flyham holds a bunch of people, get the ball. Good job by our lineman. Free 14. End zone, or the, I was going to show you these. The only reason I'm showing you the end zone views on this is because a lot of times you lose the ball, but you do have a good idea of what we're teaching our linemen. So 1,001, 1,002, so punch and go, and they're getting up. I don't like that when I hit pause, so I'll just let it go. There'd be an example of one of those penalties that looks like playoff game. One of our guys is going to end up getting called. But this is a second round playoff game. Again, that kid's going to Carbondale, SIU Carbondale on a football scholarship. He reads it. He gets out there, but look, we get bodies on him. We don't even do a great job. He misses the tackle, making him make plays in space. I know they look slow on this field, and I keep saying it, but this is that same game where it's really sloppy. But look at where this tunnel leads him all the way back across the field. Here we're going to fake our best run, or one of our best runs, is our stretch read. And we fake it off of it and still throw it. It's not even a great throw. Again, this is week one. So that uh, kind of shows you um, what it's going to look like when we are um, throwing that tunnel. We've had great success. It's one I would definitely recommend, and I love to run that off play action. I didn't show you as much of that, but a lot of the T-fly stuff, a lot of the stretch or fake jets that I do. That gets me to our next chapter. I think I may have messed up, and that should have said chapter six there, but uh, line receiver blocking rules and timing. And um, so the slow screen, it's going to be that running back screen. Our goal is that we will call all verts. Our receivers have to sell pass. Our tackles will pass set. I've showed you that already. Pass set and get beat inside. Our guard center guard have those things. The sideline, the alley, and the freeway. Again, we try and name them after streets uh, so that the kids kind of have a landmark. So we're headed out to number one. We're headed to the hashes. We're headed down the middle of the field. And that gets me to the next stuff with running back screens. I did say that running back screens, I only ran six of those to the right, and we only ran 20 of them to the left. So we only ran this 26 times uh, on the season. But it, it's been very good for us. And we have been better on the, in the past, but you have to be patient. So for example, I'm in my tribe formation. 
This will be the second round of the playoffs. We want these guys, so at my route out of this tribe, is we're going to run a six. So this guy is running a post. He's running a nine, and he's running a corner. So we're going to keep everybody deep and long and make them have to defend that. See, my tackle did a great job. Get beat inside. Punch and then let him go. Get beat inside. We got pressure. There goes the running back. I do have a tackle that got spun around there. He's in my way, which I don't like at all. As you can see, then I've got my people down the field, and you can see they're defending us on this deep vertical. If you watch the receivers, I'll take it back. You can watch the receivers now. They all get into their routes, and they've sold it like they really are getting the ball. Now that they didn't, then they become blockers. This kid does a good job of getting beat inside. See that? Only thing he didn't do is he was almost in the way of the ball. I didn't put as many of these on here, but teams that are selling out to pass rush against us, this is one of the things we want to do. And this is our middle screen. So we have him going right, left, and in the middle. You'll see him come up into the middle of the field. He was attacking that A-gap. Boom. Here we fake our trap, which is something we do a lot of. Then he sits down in that A-gap. Now he's got people out in front of him. We didn't even block that great, but got guys down the field. Got him in the way. And we ran this a lot against this team. This is our week two, and I said they were playing a five-man front, sending a lot of pressure. So we run this. Here it is again. That's how it should look. Linemen are all out downfield. Should never be looking backwards. Sometimes those linemen want to see if the pass is caught, which drives me crazy. He should have been blocking that kid. He ran down the field and did nothing there. Still a successful play for 21 yards. This is a bad job if you watch my center. He gets down there and he's seeing if the ball's been caught. Now he's not in position to make any blocks. And here's the one I told you about in the state championship game. We had saved this. We had practiced this all year. So tight end is lined up there. We're going to roll full Roger. Looks like we're throwing a rollout pass over here. And this is the one where I told you my tight end came and said, this is not going to work because this kid was literally yelling, he's mine, he's mine. And as soon as we roll, he did stay there. 
But we treat this just like our running back, and now I do have, see him pointing. He is pointing to him. So watch this kid. He's pointing. He's eligible. He's yours. He's yours. The kid stays at home, but the other one rushes. Tackle does a great job of getting up to him. There's the one I told you they don't call him in. And then they give him on the half foot line and we're able to score. We literally practice this play all year long. This is the only time we run it. Should have been a touchdown, wasn't. We score on the next play anyway. Somehow I managed to get, I think my chapter's off. This should be saying chapter six. So that was the one that I showed you was the actual true tight end screen. These ones that I'm showing you now are the shuffle screens. This is more when he's lined up as what we call the Y, but also the H player. Now I'm going on to our shuffle stuff. Here's the thing I would tell you about our shuffle. Our linemen block trap. I don't want to make it sound like we have 8 million schemes. We do have a few rules that they have to learn on, on screen, but we feel like uh, after we've taught that, it's no big deal. For us on our run game, we will run counter tray, so GT. We run our power blocking scheme, and we run a trap scheme, and we'll run an edge scheme, and then we run a lead scheme, and that's it. We tie every play we have to one of those schemes for our linemen so they don't have to overthink. Um, our shuffle is our, um, I, I said trap, sorry. Uh, it says trap on there, but it's not. Our linemen are blocking our power scheme. So in your traditional power scheme, you're gonna kick out the defensive end. The only difference is when we run our stretch stuff or when we run speed option or we run shuffle, we run our power scheme, except now we're reading that defensive end instead of blocking him out. So they don't even care because they weren't ever the one that was kicking out. So our skill kids have to understand that difference, but our linemen just know, and I know that says uh, block the trap scheme. That's what happens when you have one of your assistants uh, put this together for you that is a quarterback's coach because uh, he's the one that built my presentation. Uh, so that should be run our power blocking scheme and uh, receivers have to sell the run or the pass play fake, and that's really the key to it. And, and with that, I'm going to get right into it and show it to you. So state championship game, what we're selling here is going to be speed option to our left. <clears throat> that's what we're selling. Lineman, traditional power blocking. So we're going to, he's got a head up nose, so he's going to have to block there. We're going to double team down to the backside linebacker. We're gonna come down to the front side, and for us in this, because we're pulling him and you gotta head up nose, we're gonna cut three. So we're gonna cut your three technique, and then we're gonna read up underneath it, and we're gonna pull that guard, which is essentially should have led all the way up into the end zone, because with them only having a two, uh, three, two in the box, uh, and an overhang player, um, we should have, this should have went even better. Looks like we gain eight. So there goes the power scheme. That should have been the read. This kid should be blocked by him. He doesn't. We didn't do a great job. That should have been the read. So my guard right now should be pulling up and should have led us into the end zone, which he does not do. You can see he kind of thinks he's maybe supposed to block here or he, and doesn't. Gets confused. Anyway, there goes the shuffle. My tackle did not do a great job of coming down on this linebacker. 
misses him actually. And we still run it through and that's my little tough guy uh, there. Uh, like I said, about 180 pounds, uh, 175 pounds. We pick up eight here and it's a good scheme for us. So he arc released here because this is their stud. He is their um, all-stater and we wanted to try and influence him to scoot out. So we thought by arc releasing we could get him to do that. You can see here he doesn't, but that was a pre-game adjustment that we had made or a week-to-week -week adjustment. So he should be able to come down and pick up 33 very nicely. And, and my guard should have been leading right up through that gap and also helped pick up 33. That's where the guard should be. Instead of blocking that kid, our guard should have been right here also. We should have been reading him. But you can see that flip. It's physical, catches the ball, gain of eight. Doesn't always work. Here we go. We're running the same thing. Now we're going to fake speed option to the strength and flip it back naked to the single side. And again, they're all state kid that I keep talking about right here, number 18. We're going to attempt to trap block him this time. So this time he's going to pull and attempt to trap block him. And all he would have seen is trap. We're in great position here. This kid does a great job with his hands. I remember yelling at my kid on uh, huddle replay in the game. But that's awful. Should have been a hold. And he still freaking makes the play. So not a good job. But again, gain of two. Keeps teams... Playing honest. Here's this West Hancock team that I had talked to you about, undefeated in the quarterfinals. It's late. This is play 134. It's first and 10 in the fourth quarter. Uh, we've been gashing them. We are down one point. We have the ball, three minutes to go, and two timeouts. We score at a minute 48 and actually still have to hold on on defense, but we score in a minute 48 and don't use either timeout. This is uh, where we started after their kickoff. So this is the first play after kickoff with uh, a chance to win or go home. And uh, we go to our shuffle. And he flips it up underneath him. And we get a gain of 24 to put us in pretty good position. Now here's where we would have been blocking trap. So if you're watching this, these are going to be trap rules. Flips it up underneath. There's the kick out on their stud. We get up underneath it. We get a double team. And on the backside, you'll see we end up taking out this official and the player. So that's their middle linebacker. It's a good job. Good start. Easy play for us. Here's again going back to the state championship game. We use this kid in here a lot to block in this game, so it did open him up for some natural shuffles. Again, I'm not overly thrilled. This guard did not do his job, and he's showing that he's pulling right there. So I don't like either one. I've yet to watch the state championship game because I'm still sick we lost it. Uh, we lose, give up a pass. With a minute and eight left, they take their, their lead with a minute and eight left. And uh, we're going into the wind and couldn't put it together. And the even more sickening part of it is instant replay shows the ball hit the ground. So, uh, But it's part of the game. I'd like to see him. If my guard blocks six, we just scored right there. So that was a good job. 
Again, this guard should be pulling up and hitting the first thing in another color through this gap that he sees because everything else is going to be taken care of. Ball even gets knocked around a little bit. Okay. That finishes all of my uh, presentation on um, the film and what it looks like. Please let me know if you have any questions. I'd be happy to answer them. I hope you learned something out of that. And the last thing we're going to do is uh, today is how we rep uh, all of these plays, how we allot it into our practice plan and what we do. So the first thing, and this goes out to every kid, and this is on our um, – uh, this is on my uh, champion's manual, which we call the process. Uh, and, and this is what we teach our kids. And this is pre-snap, and we try and drill this into your head. Every play, every position, what do you do on your first step? And that's the mental preparation we expect our kids to go through. So the very first thing we teach, doesn't matter if you're the quarterback, the running back, the receiver, the lineman, is what's my first step? So, um, what is my first step is, is that question. He says, what is my assignment? That's the first one. So, what do I have to do here? I have to block the defensive end. I have to catch the ball. I have to sell trap, whatever it is. Okay? How will my alignment help me? We tell our kids what their base alignment is, and then they're on their own to adjust. For example, if we want to run speed option to our left, and you're the left tackle and your job is to hook that defensive end if he lines up off of you and he is lining up really wide and you scoot out and he scoots out then we will ask you to just keep scooting out and we will end up making a call and running that up underneath you so how will my alignment help me I must communicate and I have to be physical but my constant preach to our kids is what is your first step, how will my alignment help, and communicate with each other. This is another part of our um, champion's manual, and these are the three things we tell our kids you have to be to be able to play receiver for us. Not lineman, but to be a receiver for us. First off, you have to be aggressive and prepared. What's that mean? You have to be a great blocker. You have to know where you're going and get there in a hurry, and you have to be a great communicator. Those are three things that our receivers have to know. And as I showed you, I have several gimmicks and fakes and play actions that we could use to offset any of those. So everyone we play knows we are going to run 10 screens a game, and they practice that accordingly. So we have to have what we call change-ups. So uh, I showed you several of those. So I've got fake screens that go into deep passes. I got quick screens that end up going deep. We could tee you know, how I was showing you that tee fly. Sometimes we will tee wheel him. And so he doesn't just fly out there. Then he turns that into a wheel. We will get him the ball. We want to fake one way and go the other. I've showed you the video of the tunnel and the tee flies to the opposites and we want to run our slow screens with a run uh, fake first. I've showed you all of that video already, but I'm just showing you those are things you're going to need to be able to do in order to be a good screen team. And so I have just a little bit more video for you. So try bright, 
And this one is our um, bubble and go. So you can see that we're getting that formation look we know. But this kid had read it. If you remember earlier in the video and watching him, he came screaming up and almost made a play earlier. So we want to eliminate that. So this time we sell it and that kid comes flying up and the other kid drops back and they actually did a pretty good job of defending this. I can't believe this kid didn't fly up also. Well coached, but we're still able to get it to that player. Good throw by my quarterback. And this is something we were positive was going to be there. And it still ends up working and is there, but it wasn't nearly as open as we thought it was going to be. We had to thread a needle over a linebacker. So here's going to be another one. And these are the ones, not that, not that our quarterback has checked to, but that I saw from the sideline that we're going to want to do this. It's a great catch. So the difference in the ones I showed you earlier were checks from our QB. Now these are ones I've called from the sideline. So you got a quick screen and go. We sell this. You're going to see him loop back up underneath. He's going to go out. He's going to show his hands like he's blocking. We want to influence that kid to come up. You'll see he did, and he realizes it, and he realizes too late. Here's an example when we didn't feel like teams were, uh, this is again the first round playoff. So now we've ran a bunch of that hurricane. We've been T flying our running back out there, and nobody moves with him. So now we drop it off to him, and that is that bubble screen we talked about, but the bubble screen ends up getting me three blockers plus the ball. And when you talk about your quarterback throwing a strike, he throws a strike right there. Front shoulder, in stride, never touched, makes it look easy. Here's going to be another one. So these are bubbles to your tailback. He's making it look pretty easy. These are tough throws. We really have to rep this to time it up because he doesn't have the big window as he does when he do, uh, throws it to a slot receiver. But we get another blocker out there. Okay, I'm going to finish up. I'm finally to Chapter 7 now, and this is how and when for the installs, summer expectations uh, at my high school, Merle Forsyth, in Week 1. So the first thing is our kids will use all 25 contact days. Of those 25 contact days, we expect to see our team there 80% of the time. So the kids need to be there 21 out of 25 times in the summer in order to receive an excellent. Our team goal every year is that our kids receive an excellent. They set that goal. I don't even have to anymore. Our kids, this year we were 91% for our kids. Uh, school our size, we're about 75 kids out for football. Uh, we have two weeks of team camp. We will install a screen game. Week one, day one, uh, the, the plays that are going to get installed is I'll install uh, two runs and two passes uh, a day when we're in team camp, 
and in um, that first one you're going to have the the bubble screen and the quick screen and you're also going to have trap and counter tray that's going to be the things that we hang our hat on uh, with um, attend both weeks of team camp we attend a varsity camp uh, this week this year last couple of years has been camp quest we've been virtually every team camp across central illinois we also play a ton of seven-on-seven seven games, and I will even run our screens in seven-on-seven seven games, even without the tackles getting out and blocking and even able. Uh, I won't run a lot of them, but I'll even time those up in games. We also play in two to three seven-on-seven seven tournaments a year. Um, so that's how our install goes. And I don't want to lie to you and tell you that Huddle uh, is just something that we have and it looks great. Our Huddle uh, playbook is posted online year-round. Uh, we have video, so basically the presentation I just showed you, our kids would be able to get on a look. We have huddle sideline. You can see that was my quarterback from last year, receiver. I'm showing exactly how, what I want. We also have a TV set up on the monitor on the sideline. There's that tight end, Logan Alsup that I talked about earlier, plus the lineman. We play a lot of our kids both ways, so we don't always get, a, get them off the field, but we spend a ton of time on huddle. I feel like it's one of the most useful things that is out there. And just to finish up with you, our family and team goals, our kids want to achieve their uh, summer attendance. That's a team attendance of 20, uh, uh, 21 out of 25, so anything above 80%. Uh, our goal is that we make them uh, brothers for life. The, these are the kids' goals. I don't set these. The kids set these. They want to achieve their t summer attendance. They want to become brothers for life. They want to qualify for the state playoffs. They want to win the Sangamo Championship, and they want to win the state championship. Um, so another sl slide example of our champions manual, but this is what our kids believe in So we're able to push them pretty hard because they set those goals themselves We talk about this all the time talks cheap. You got to earn it Our kids are in the weight room 49 weeks of the 52 in a year. Uh, we take off one week We lost uh, two weeks ago on Saturday. We started the weight room. This just finished our first week uh, So we're, we're done and I uh, love this little picture here with them, but everyone wants to be the alpha male till it's time to be an alpha male. So I uh, uh, love that, and we have a lot of fun. Here's us, uh, that's me at 44 years old now, uh, celebrating state championship. That's the first drive, first touchdown of our last state championship in 2012. Um, this is something we hang our hat on. Uh, again, screen game is a big part of what we do, uh, but trying to build men of character is probably the most important thing we do. Here's our championship pyramid that we've built, uh, kind of taken off of Coach Wooden's thing. Another part of my championship manual, and then we want our playmakers to be special. We've had a lot of great ones. Most of them aren't special to look at. They have no real special attributes other than they're good kids that play really hard and value hard work. Our game day offensive goals, um, we, we don't want to turn the ball over, I'm unfortunate to say. The only time we didn't turn the ball over this year was the state championship game, of which we lost um, uh, this year. So that was, that was tough for us. But here's our goals. We want to have 200 yards rushing, 150 passing. We want to be 100% in the red zone, cross the 55 times. Defines for you what we want, and uh, um, in the most part, our kids achieve that kind of our overall record. Um, if it's something you're interested in, love to talk football. Um, like I said, I was a first year coach in 2000. I was six and 21 at the end of those three years. And since then we've been 158 and 29. So we've been pretty good. And uh, 
Um, love to talk football with any of you if you'd love to reach out. Um, added our 32nd first-team All-State football player this year. And kind of some ideas when I told you about our kids. I don't know why the formatting issue came around, but the things we test on day one of football, so that kind of gives you an idea about our kids. I'm sure many of you are bigger schools than us and have better dudes than we do, uh, but this is what we make work. Our quarterbacks have been very good. I've been very fortunate uh, in, in my 18 years. I've, I've now had seven quarterbacks, and uh, six of them have been All-State. So uh, and the, our next one, and Ian Benner, uh, has a chance to be just as good, uh, if, if not better, than uh, any of the ones we've had. So pretty, pretty illustrious group there. Playmakers be special, top five receivers yards. Most of these are going to be on, uh, a lot of it's on screen game. And the big thing for us is we hang our hat on that our kids are gonna be very physically fit and be weight room guys. Kind of our strength records. And just showing you, I guarantee somewhere out here we were getting ready to work on screen game. So uh, we don't take days off. And gentlemen, that's all I have for you today. I appreciate your time and hopefully you picked up something. I'm gonna try and get back to my contact information. Looky there, I was able to. So if you need anything, please reach out to me at that. That's my cell phone number, you got my email address and you can reach out to me on social media also. Thank you.